0: Welcome to Sustainable Sessions, hosted by yours truly, Lucas and Lauren, episode 13, featuring Chelsea
1: Christina. Hi everyone, I'm Chelsea Christina. I'm from NorCal from Sacramento Bay Area area and I'm currently living in Los
0: Angeles. Awesome.
2: So we can just kind of get right into it. So obviously you're interested in climate change. Uh, You have a decent following on Instagram and TikTok and you have your own sustainable business. Can you talk a little bit about that business and like what it stands for and kind of how you got things started?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I started Mindful Goods, I believe around February of this year. Um, I originally started kind of sharing some of my low waste tips on TikTok and Instagram. And so many people were asking me where they can get some of the low waste things I was using, and I can buy them locally here in Los Angeles, but throughout the country, a lot of people don't have local shops, so I wanted to start a company to be able to share some of the products I use with people and make them affordable and online.
0: That's so great, and it must be, like, pretty awesome, too, considering you just started so early in this year. Like, how has that journey been, kind of, even just, like, getting the products and, like, the types of materials that you use? What's that process been like?
1: Yeah, I'm really fortunate because I have a background in marketing and web development. So kind of getting the initial launch was a little bit maybe easier for me than some other people um, who don't have that previous background. Um, And I've actually built some e-commerce stores for other clients in the past too. So I was really, really fortunate to have um, that skill set already. And then I was familiar with the products and a lot of the companies I work with, like Um, One of my big suppliers is No Talks Life, and they're actually here in LA. Um, So, you know, I was just able to connect with them and then find some other brands at different places and get my store stocked.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, it's super cool. And like, we love the store. We like what you guys are doing and everything like that. Um, So kind of even going back even further to like, obviously you've had like an interest in your sustainability tips. Um, where do you think that kind of stemmed from? Did like, that kind of come from friends and family or like at what age did you kind of like get into sustainable living and how is it like transformed as you've gotten older as well?
1: Yeah, I've always cared about the planet. I'm fortunate enough that I've been traveling since I was really young. So I've really been able to gain an appreciation for how beautiful the planet is. Since I was little I mean even around in fifth grade I was doing like reports on rainforest deforestation and had like a um, save the rainforest party so that's just always been really true to who I am um, but more recently I started getting more involved with low waste and really paying attention to just the amount of products I consumed on a regular basis and how much waste I was creating, and it made me really, you know, start to realize that I become pretty disconnected from where my trash went after it left my house, and I realized that, you know, it's a problem that is not just me, but really everyone, and so I started to really consciously look at the things I was using on a regular basis, and, you know, decided to make the decision to start decreasing the products I was using, and try to use things that are more sustainable.
0: Considering that you're living in LA now, do you think there's like a huge market for the zero waste? Like would you say that's such a common thing for a lot of like LA um, people like residents that live there to do that? Or do you still see kind of like a trend of like high consumption and like trends with like fast fashion and stuff like that? Like what do you see?
1: It's actually really interesting, especially in Los Angeles. I feel like it's pretty polarized. Because there's a lot of resources for sustainable shops and even like there's a zero waste grocery store out here. But on the other side of that, it's really it can be really flashy and fashion based. And so there's the other side of it that's you know all about fashion and you know, there'll be fashion nova ads everywhere and people, you know, making videos about e com stuff they're getting every day and a lot of waste they're creating too. So it goes both ways.
2: Awesome. Yeah, no, I think there's like sometimes a bit of a disconnect with stuff like that too. Like I know we live in Canada, like you said too, I think there definitely is a major, major movement of people that are really eco living and and really focused on that part of their lifestyle. At the same time, you can definitely tell that there's people that this is not front of mind and and it shows like in their consumer decisions. Um, You mentioned earlier that uh, you started some e-commerce sites before that and like that kind of gave you some comfort to launch um, this e-commerce website. Um, Like what has that experience been like for being a sustainable entrepreneur and someone who focuses on like obviously a profit aspect to your business, but at the same time, like ensuring that there's a a social responsibility uh, component to your store.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's a little different. I think when you start the company with the mission of doing good and being sustainable, I know a lot of companies don't start that way and then they have to backtrack and kind of recover. That's probably more common. Um, For me, it's been pretty easy because you know, from day one, I've only looked at products that I was already using and I knew were the most sustainable, um, and really just sharing them with other people. Do you
0: have like a favorite product from your store that you use like all the time? And if you, if so, can you kind of talk about like the ingredients or like what kind of, or like materials that went into that product?
1: Yeah, I use all my products every day, but one of my favorites, um, is my reusable cotton rounds. They're like a three layer, um, organic cotton face round that I use to replace whether it's cotton swabs or the single use cotton rounds that I used to always use for my toner or you know getting makeup off um and it's something that I just think every girl could use because so many people use those things guys too but I find that you know girls use it a lot of times to get their makeup off um, we're also doing hemp and sustainable face masks right now and those are sold super well they're on pre-order so they're all shipping out today and a bit yesterday. Um, and those have been really popular and I'm excited about those because they're compostable and biodegradable when a lot of um, the masks are either single use or made of you know, polyester and plastic products.
2: Yeah, that's super cool. Um, I love hearing about like new products. Like there's a f- couple, like, there's so many, honestly, that I think of like, I need to like kind of purchase and like incorporate in my life soon. Um, I've been really meaning to try like sustainable f- floss. So I've been looking for a couple yeah. brands. Yeah,
1: we have yeah. those too.
2: I'll definitely keep, uh, keep an eye on and probably purchase a couple of stuff off your site there, but, um, that's really cool. I think like a good, kind of a segue off of your products is how do you kind of find new products and like, where do you source a lot of this information? Like when you're looking to add stuff to your store, like, is it more people that approach you or like vice versa? And like, what's that process been like?
1: Um, I'm definitely really on it. Like I'm always looking for um, new innovations and sustainability you know, it's funny, some of the products um, are really innovative. And then some of them, it's like, almost taking a step backward, because we thought, you know, these plastic products were innovative and convenient. But sometimes it's not about convenience. It's about, you know, what's best for the planet. And so some things are like, oh, you know, like safety razors, those actually were from the past and are becoming a thing again, because people are like, well, I don't want to use plastic razors, especially with disposable ones. Um, But then there's other cool innovations, like another product Um, I guess this will be a bit of a reveal, but a product I'm going to start having on my site are, I don't know if you've heard of them, but they're called last swabs. So it's like an ear swab, but it's reusable, which at first I was kind of like, oh, that's weird. I didn't know how I felt about it. You know, it kind of sounds gross at first, but then you think about it it makes total sense because you can reuse it. You just wash it after every use and you don't need to buy like a bunch of them and throw them away after every use anymore.
0: I've definitely seen that pop up on like my Instagram feed ads. I know they like know I'm a sustainability freak. They're just like sending all those ads.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So we're going to start selling those and there's, you know, other cool innovations like that, that are really game changers.
2: Yeah. That's so cool. And like, I think that's such a cool way that you, um, described it as well too. I think there's some products that you said like are really cool and innovative and like something that is really outside of the box thinking and then some stuff that just it is sustainable but like you said it might have like gone back a step to where we thought we were being more forward thinking but really it was just creating a lot more uh, pollution. Um, I think a question I have is about like your customers that you kind of get to your store. Do you find that it's more people that have already been entrenched in the sustainable living lifestyle? or Is it kind of like first-time people that are just kind of you know Trying to get their feet wet in sustainable living and just kind of make their first impact and swaps for some uh, more sustainable alternatives, um, and just kind of talk about like uh, the customers that you kind of get to your store.
1: Yeah, exactly. I find that it's a mix of both, which makes me really excited. I mean, obviously, people who are already interested in sustainability and eco-friendly products—they're always looking for stores to shop from. Um, but I, personally, with my company, I want to target people who don't know about these products, but just do care if they were to come across them. And actually, I feel really fortunate because with TikTok, I feel like I've actually been able to reach a lot of those customers. And people are like, whoa, I had no clue this existed, or I never thought about how much waste I was creating with you know, my plastic toothbrushes or whatever it is. And you know, they're interested to try a more sustainable swap. And so they've also been shopping from the store as well.
0: Yeah, I think that's huge too. And kind of even to segue into your, your content that you have on TikTok, how do you think like your audience has grown and do you think you're kind of like immersed into this like eco TikTok creator um, community now and like how's that been for you?
1: Yeah, it, it's been really fun. Um, you know, when I first got started on TikTok, there weren't very many people um, talking about sustainability and I was like, oh, it would know, be a fun thing to kind of share some of the swaps that seems like an easy video to do. And they really took off and it was really fun because I got to talk to so many people who, you know, had no idea about some of these things and are really open to trying them. Um, and as I've been on TikTok, more sustainab- sustainability influencers have, have come on and created other videos. And so now there is a bit, you know, like an EcoTalk community and I've met so many amazing people, you know, trying to make a difference. So it's been really fun.
0: Do you get any common questions from your audience at times? And like, what are they if you do?
1: Yeah, I I get a lot of comments based off kind of specific products and how to use them. Um, A lot of people are just looking for different swaps and want reviews. Um, So yeah, it depends off the the product, but I'm always happy to share, you know, some of the sustainable swaps I've been making.
2: I think like you said it so perfectly too, like as you kind of engrave yourself a little bit more in the platform you really get like super focused niche content that like focus on what you want so you start getting hit with so many cool new uh topics and like i mean we use it as a great learning tool for ourselves to like stay educated um and kind of just to build off that like you um so obviously you kind of stay on the ball and you do your own research is there any like books or podcasts or like movies or anything like that that you like to focus on or you would even recommend to some audience that are trying to like just learn more and like, kind of make their first steps at sustainable living
1: yeah i really think the best way is to follow some influencers i mean tiktok is such a great platform also instagram everywhere else um i know there's some uh influencers that i've followed like going zero waste um is one of them and those people really help me out some blogs are really great when i first started my low waste um journey i actually read zero waste home by Bea johnson and i saw her speak in um, long beach as well and that was a big help. So there's definitely an abundance of content out there.
0: Was there like any kind of like one takeaway from that conference that you went to that like really hit home for you and like stuck with you?
1: Yeah, actually she, what really blew me away about, I think it's, she pronounces her name Bea, but specifically is she was just talking about um, you know how But how much improved her life became after becoming zero waste, which is something she talks about in the book as well, but I found really interesting because it seems like kind of a struggle and um, something that people seems like would be hard and not actually make your life happier and kind of take away some of, you know, the trash and clear clear the noise a little bit. Like she said, she's able to focus more in the present moment and be with her family and there's less distractions. And I, I think sometimes people think too, like, zero waste and sustainable living can be kind of like hippies or super ego people and you know she was so funny and so normal and i was like wow she's here holding just a jar of her trash and that's all the trash she's created and yet she you know is so approachable so normal like you wouldn't even be able to tell and how you know anyone can do this it's you know not just some hippie
2: No, that's so awesome. And like, I love seeing, uh, I mean, obviously I haven't seen her specifically, but like people who should kind of pull up jars or like really small cons, like, yeah, this is my whole trash for the year. And it's it's really is inspiring to see stuff like that and to think like, wow, like, I I mean, I don't know how far along away I am at that, but that really should be something I should be striving for. And like, imagine if the whole world did that, like the type of impact we would make. Um, I guess another question I have is kind of, when you maybe like outside of social media, um, more in your your close, warm circle of friends and family, um, what has that experience been like uh, with starting your business, but then also like talking and engaging with people that um, might not necessarily see the world the way you do exactly. And, you know, how do you kind of, not necessarily win people over, but like just bring up sustainable living and like, you know, here's some a few things you can kind of think about and maybe uh, and bring up in conversation.
1: Yeah, that's actually a really interesting question because I feel like, I first started sharing on TikTok and more with people I didn't know than people I knew personally, because I think it can actually be a little intimidating to share with people who know you at first. Um, and, you know, they might have previous judgments too. Like in the past, I haven't always been as sustainable as I am now. So people would be like, mm, you know, she can't say that or something. But, you know, we all grow and that's part of it as well. Um, But more recently, I started sharing, you know, with my family and friends and people more immediate to me. And I've been so lucky that they've all been so supportive. And I actually wish I had started sharing like on my personal Instagram even sooner because so many people that I know were like, whoa, this is so helpful. And um, yeah, it's been really great to just connect with people I know who care
0: also is there do you find again like a community in la that you can kind of like fit into for eco kind of stuff or is it do you still kind of feel isolated in that sense as well
1: well to be honest i actually just moved into a new place here about two weeks ago before i was in orange county for a year and then before that i was in san francisco um so i haven't been able to tap into one community too much but i definitely know there's one here um, because there are so many great sustainable shops and I definitely want to connect with everyone here. Um, but I'll let you know on that one because I, especially during COVID, it's a little bit harder to connect with people, but I know I will very soon.
0: Yeah. Kind of crazy because in Canada, like we don't necessarily have like, we don't have that in our communities, but more so like I find in university, like, especially for us, like we're part of Enactus, um, which is a nonprofit global organization where we kind of like create social enterprises and stuff. So I feel like there might be different kind of like clubs and stuff. Um, I don't know if you did anything um, with your background because you said marketing and stuff like were you ever involved in any other things that, um, you know, were catered towards the environment in your past?
1: Yeah, I actually, one of my main marketing clients, it's a company called S2A Modular, and they're building homes that are meant to go completely off the grid, Um, and they're one of the most sustainable home builders, actually, out there. They're a startup, so they're going to start building soon, and so they were kind of in the um, fundraising portion of their business when I was working with them. But they're a super, super, super cool company, um, and just built around, you know, using, tesla power grids and building homes that are kind of the homes of the future really
2: that's so cool and yeah, it's so interesting to see like how things kind of tie in and like that's been a comment i've only had other people on the podcast too that they don't really see like they never really envisioned that they were going to be kind of sustainable entrepreneurs and then they kind of go through their life story and you start picking out things here and there and then it all kind of connected at the end to, to get them where they're at today so that's super interesting to hear um I guess to kind of like not necessarily wrap things up but as we kind of taper off here. Um, what is like the experience with sustainable living been like, um, I guess kind of where you're at right now and where, where do you think your organization yourself, like what do you strive to kind of do going forward? Like, is it trying to uh, raise more awareness? Is it trying to just get more people to switch alternatives? Is it a bit of both and, and kind of what are your goals uh, looking forward?
1: Yeah, definitely raise awareness. I, that's always one of the biggest funds. Um, but yeah, Also, what we were talking about earlier is, you know, connecting with people who don't know about sustainable alternatives and really trying to reach people, not just in the US, but kind of around the world and get them to see, you know, that there are other routes and how beneficial they can be in your personal life, but also from the planet. But um, from the company perspective, from Mindful Goods, I also really want to focus on um, not just sustainable products, but really kind of our day-to-day lives and how being mindful and just the way we go about our lives can make such a difference on the planet and personally.
0: I think it's cool too, that like running your business, you can see the number of people that are like buying your products. So you like, you see those tangible numbers, which shows like, Hey, here's what I'm doing. Here's the impact that I'm making. And so are all these other people. So I think that's probably like something that you take home um, at the end of the day, when you're you know done work and stuff, like, you know, that you're doing something good. And I think that's like the fun part about running a social enterprise. Like even for Lucas and I like connecting with people like you and sharing our message, like this is the most that we can do. And hopefully it snowballs and grows and We can keep sharing more.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's definitely the most gratifying part about it is I've really been able to see the amount of people who really do care, especially in our generation. It's really given me so much hope that, you know, we really can make a difference.
2: That's so awesome. And yeah, again, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You've been awesome. If you want to leave kind of a a last minute sentence or story or something you want to share with the audience, it can be about like, Taking risks to become a sustainable entrepreneur, or just kind of something to get people focused and more engaged in entrepreneurship, or anything like that. Um, yeah, if you want to leave the viewers with something to sign viewers. up.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I would say that definitely, if you're interested, go for it. And you know, you can start small. You don't have to go zero waste or even low waste overnight. It is a process. But just getting started and, you know, every step you can take is a major win. So definitely just go
0: for it. Awesome. That's great. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. This has been amazing. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you would like to learn more, visit us at www.last20.ca. Until next time, stay sustainable.